From Capital Broadcasting Company and Mix 101.5, this is Scene and Screen. I'm Diane Ramsey, your host, along with Jonathan Rand, here to talk about the Oscars. So excited. Yeah, you watched the other night, of course. I did, I yes, did. We I were stayed texting. up for it. Yeah, I know, me too, which is a challenge sometimes. Oh, yeah. We both worked really hard to try and see all of the movies that were nominated for Best Film. And uh, I saw almost all of them. I saw eight. And Jonathan, you won this year. I did it. By seeing all nine I Best Picture it. nominees. So you win. Here's your prize. Catch. Uh, oh, sweet. Chocolate. That's awesome. I'll have it afterwards because I feel like I probably can't talk with it. I mean, probably not. But I'm pretty excited about it. Thank you. Yay. Congratulations. Thank you. I know. But there were, there were a lot of good. The real treat, I should say, uh, are the movies this year. Yeah, yeah. Because there were so many good ones. There really were. I was making, and we, we'll get to this later, but I was making my unofficial list of all mm-hmm. like one through nine. And someone asked me, you know, why was this seven? Why was this nine? And I said, it's not that I didn't like it because I like, you know, the, the latter portion of my list. It's just. They were all really good. There were so many yeah. to like. Oh, yeah. Exactly. So um, that is our topic today on Scene and Screen. Jonathan and I will be back to break down the winners. <laughs> Welcome back to Scene and Screen. I'm Diane Ramsey with Jonathan Rand. And we love movies. We do. We love talking we about movies. We have a problem, but it's a good problem. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we're seeking help. Yes. But in the meantime, uh, we we have a lot to say about all the movies that we saw this year. Or, I'm sorry, I guess these would be movies that we mostly saw in 2019. Mm-hmm. It's the 2020 Academy Award winners that we're discussing today. But the big winner this year, I guess we would have to say, because it won the most, would be Parasite. Yeah. What did you think about Parasite? I liked Parasite, so I was I, I was kind of intrigued by it. Obviously, you know, last year we had Roma, the international mm-hmm. film that was mm-hmm. in there, and and this year it was Parasite, the South Korean film. And going in, I saw the trailer and how like New York Post and all these people had said it starts out as one thing and goes to something else. And right. I was they weren't lying. No, they were not lying. You're exactly right. It was really good, and um, it wasn't my favorite. And like I said, we'll get to that later. But it was still it was up there enough to win it. One, I was I was okay with that. I was okay with it too, and yeah. I agree with you. I it was not to me not the best movie of the year, mm-hmm. but it was so well done. A very original story. Yes, very um, much so. <laughs> and I don't mind uh, reading subtitles. I know some people don't yeah. like that. They mm-hmm. don't like to have to read for two hours. But but I like being immersed into a different culture, and sure. you definitely were with this. It's a modern story. It is. And um, it's, it, like you said, takes a, a number of turns. There was one turn toward the end that just, they lost me. <laughs> but I still think it was a good film, mm-hmm. and definitely a deserving of best film. Let's see, the other three that it won were best director for, I think his name is Bong Joon-ho. I can't yeah. say it. So anyway, um, he... He was the one who spoke with the translator every time he accepted an award, mm-hmm. but he knew how to say, um, let's get drunk. Let, let, or... I'm going to go get some drinks after <laughs> right. this. He, I thought he that knew was the funny. important things. Right. <laughs> uh, but it also won uh, Best International Feature Film mm-hmm, and sure. Best Original Screenplay. They recently changed the foreign language film to international feature film. Oh, okay. I'm not really sure why that made a difference, but apparently that made a difference. People were like really excited that they changed it. Maybe they changed the parameters of the category as well. I don't know. Maybe. They don't ask us when they do when They, do they these really things. don't. They yeah. should. They should. Because we have opinions. <laughs> <laughs> All right. In second place, uh, 1917 yes. won three awards. Yeah. They were actually technical awards, really. Mm-hmm. Best visual effects, 
best cinematography and best sound mixing. Yeah, and you knew they they weren't obviously up for the big four as far as supporting actor or mm-hmm. actor or actress because it, it follows two guys, you know, throughout throughout a story. Right. And so it really wasn't, you know, so you knew they, they weren't going to get any of those. But, but I think it was fine for, obviously, visual effects. Cinematography was one that I was pretty sure it was going to win just yeah. because it does, as you know, it takes you on a journey. It's one of those that you don't have to see in theaters, and I think it's still out in some theaters, but it if is. you can... Go see it in theaters. I agree. You, this is not something you want to watch on your phone or your <laughs> iPad. You've got to see no. it because it really does put you in the trenches, oh, literally. Yeah. <laughs> literally. And yeah. you feel like what those characters are feeling. Definitely. Because I remember after I saw it, it was like I just kind of sat there stunned for a few minutes after it was over, kind of thinking, wow, that's a lot to absorb. Oh, yeah. And you really have appreciation for what people who are in combat go through. Oh, goodness, absolutely. This. But yeah, you're right. It just You were on a journey, so you almost had to take a little, a couple of seconds and, and, and wait until you got up out of the theater. Right, so reacclimate you. to yeah, the real world. Because you are in that world. Absolutely. Which is why it's, I don't know if it was my favorite film. We'll get to that, like sure, you said. Sure, sure. But it's definitely the top three, I think, best movies That was mine. That was my top three. Yep. No doubt. Um, several films picked up two Oscars. One of my favorites, Ford versus Ferrari. Yes. Oh, God, I love that movie. Anyway, best sound editing and best film editing. Again, another one of those pictures that puts you in that world mm-hmm. of auto and, racing. And it made sense for the sound. Like, I, I didn't think about that until they were announcing the nominees. Mm-hmm. And then I'm mm-hmm. thinking, no, I, I, that's a great point. The sound with the engines and the right. turning really quickly on the on Le Mans track. And it added a lot to it. So I... I applaud him for getting that, but I, I'm with you. Like you, you saw Ford versus Ferrari before I did, I did. and you told you warned I told me. You, you said it's great, this. and it, it it was. And I'm not a racing person. I yeah. don't care about car racing, but this you don't have to be to enjoy right. the movie, which is a cool thing because it's such a compelling story mm-hmm. and it puts you in that world and good acting. Oh, really good. Yeah, we'll talk about that too because Christian Bale. Yeah. Oh, he was great. You feel like he was snubbed. I do. I just for for, at least for a nominee. I mean, right. just give him the nominee. But you have our nomination, Christian Bale, if you're listening. So. Right. <laughs> oh, he's always so good and Matt Damon was really great in it and great story you mentioned Le Mans the race Mm -hmm. that they a portion of the story takes place during that race I did not know it was 24 hours straight oh my gosh can you imagine driving and you don't sleep sometimes the 30 minutes to get to the station are are tough for me so (laughs) 24 hours we'll do a Le Mans uh, (laughs) podcast later shut up (laughs) I know I couldn't do that you wouldn't want to hear what I would be saying after 24 hours of no sleep that's (laughs) for sure but anyway, okay, we got kind of lost on Ford versus Ferrari. There were some others that won two awards. Um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood mm-hmm. picked up Best Production Design and Supporting Actor, as we kind uh, of anticipated Brad Pitt because yeah, he was great in that. He was. So, yeah. He really was. And uh, one that you saw, because you're more familiar with this one than I, uh, Joker got yeah. a couple of awards. Well, I, and I told you, and I, I, it wasn't a huge spoiler. I think most people, when they saw Joker, thought, well, Joaquin's going to win. He's going to mm-hmm. win Best Actor, mm-hmm. and he did. Um, and rightfully so, but also best original score, which I hadn't thought about. The yeah. score is beautiful. And you just... mentioned that though when we talked about the Golden Globes, because yeah. it won the Golden Globe for best original yeah. score. And you said, I asked you, was the music really that that kind of, impactful? It, it, it really, because the whole movie is just a mind turner, and it's one mm-hmm. of those like like 1917 where not only when you're in a theater afterwards, but when you go home, you're just still in a mood, and mm-hmm. it's just kind of a dark score, a dark story, dark portrayal. So everything about it fit really well so I, I was um i was perfectly fine with it winning original score and a lot of people were happy a lot of women were happy because it was a female composer and that's another one of those areas there aren't that many oh, yeah. female composers or conductors mm-hmm. 
So um, that was kind of a win-win. Well, other major category winners, we had Best Actress, Renee Zellweger. Did you ever get to Judy? No. I had to get through all of my other I actual know. Best Picture noms before. Yeah. And, uh, but I think we were talking yesterday. She swept pretty much every award she did for this so she's got to be great and i thought it was a great performance because she acted like judy garland but she wasn't doing a caricature of her Mm. not the best movie it's a very sad movie Mm. so i'm not surprised it didn't get more nominations but i think renee zellweger definitely deserved best actress for that uh best supporting actress our girl laura dern yes we kind (laughs) of thought she would um i I rewatched marriage story over the weekend it was Mm -hmm. just I mean, it's a great category. You know, she beat out Kathy Bates and Scarlett Johansson. And, um, yeah. But you kind of could tell, I think this, this is Laura Dern's year. And so yeah. I was excited for it. Yeah, and she's, yeah, she was definitely good in that. And that's mm-hmm. a good, another good movie. Uh, best Adapted Screenplay went to Jojo Rabbit. Yeah. Or is it Tiako Watiti? I, I, I can't say his I, name again. That was perfect, yeah. And didn't I, think, I say it? I think that Whoa, was it. Whoa, win Let's for me. I get a chocolate, that. too. You get a chocolate. All right, anyway, I'll grab that well, later. You have them over there. That's not fair. <laughs> I only have a couple. You saw Jojo Rabbit. Yes. <laughs> yeah, see, you're laughing. Yeah. Of all the movies that you saw this year, was that like the one that left you with the best feeling? I think so. That's how I, I felt. Think so. Yeah. And it's strange. I mean, we're talking about <laughs> Nazi Germany, and it's a comedy. And it's a comedy. Those two things don't even seem to go together, but they really were yeah. in this movie. It was so different. I didn't necessarily picture it as a Best Picture nominee. Right, um, right. But I think it, that also has to do with the fact that all the other nominees were so so different than Jojo Rabbit. Mm-hmm, so that's mm-hmm. probably why. But it, it does, like you said, it leaves you with such a different feeling than all the other movies. Like I said, when you think about it, you laugh a little bit. Right. It's so, hilarious. Yeah. Then that's why I can see why the script won Best oh, yeah. Adapted Screenplay, because it was just so funny. <laughs> and then it does have some touching moments, too. Oh, definitely. I'm glad that guy got acknowledged. Yeah. Because that was one of the feel-good movies of the year. Um, best original song, um, oh, from Rocket Man. Rocket Man. Sir Elton and um, Bernie Toppin yes. got to win that for uh, that was a I'm cool Going to Love That was a cool moment. You like that? Him. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, he's won before, but not with Bernie. He talked about how important it was to be up there with him. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and obviously he got to pre- perform the song earlier yeah. in the show. So it was, it was pretty good. That was good. Best costume design went to Little Women. Mm-hmm. No, no, um, no problem with that. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> I do remember thinking, "Wow, these clothes look really good." Yeah. When I was watching it, you know. Yeah. Let's see, best uh, makeup and hairstyling bombshell, mm-hmm. which I didn't see. Did you see that? I haven't one? seen it yet. No, I haven't either. See, because I saw there was a limited series mm. called uh, "The Loudest Voice in the Room." I think I talked to you about this during the Globes mm-hmm. because Russell Crowe was nominated for best actor in that limited series. Yes. It's the same story. It's mm-hmm. about. Roger Ailes and the way he, you know, manipulated women. And yeah. Although this, I guess, focuses just on that. The other story was more about how he built Fox News at the same time while having this other secret life, you know. Um, so that's the reason I didn't see it was because I thought, well, I've already seen that story. <laughs> but apparently it's really good. So. I think so, yeah. I mean, you know. Margot Robbie obviously is in it. Um, yeah, Charlize she, Theron. Uh, right, N- both Nicole nominated. Kidman, right? I think yeah, Nicole in, Kidman. Who's that's the crazy good. thing is that... There's some heavy hitters in that, but because of the makeup and the hairstyles, you kind of have to look for a second and right. go, is that Charlize Theron? You might is not that... recognize yeah. them because of the hair and makeup. You're exactly right. Best animated feature went to Toy Story 4, mm-hmm. which we both loved, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. you got to love Forky. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Right? Although Absolutely. a lot of people, I think, were surprised that Frozen 2 didn't win, but 
That's okay. I'm happy. They with had their moment. That. They got to sing the original song from it, so it's fine. That's right. Yeah. They did. That was a good with you moment. Know, well, that's really cool. They were able to fit 75 Elsas on the stage. I know, right? <laughs> no, that was a really cool moment. That was wild. Yeah. Um, and best animated short went to Hair Love, which was good because um, there weren't very many people of color that got nominated mm-hmm. for things this year. So, and that is all about. African-American hair, black hair, and how styling it and, yeah. and just making it more normalized, yeah. as they said. And they talked about that, and I, I'm really excited to see this because I hadn't I hadn't done a whole lot of research on the, um, the animated shorts, so I'm probably going to see it this week sometime. Yes, because yeah. with foreshadowing, it's playing. Mm. Um, okay, one more thing before we take a break. Uh, the Biggest Loser has to be The Irishman. Yeah. Ten nominations, <laughs> zero wins. Oh, man. Um, was that your favorite anyway? No, actually, that was number nine on my list. Not, yeah. I, I still enjoyed it a lot, and it's yeah. you know, three Me and a half hours. That That's the one issue I had with it. Right. But I, I, I enjoyed it, it a lot, and I loved De Niro and Pesci. And, I mean, there were, there were you know, Al Pacino was great, and mm-hmm. obviously pretty mm-hmm. much anything Scorsese does is going to be gold. But it was just Number nine on my list. Right. Yeah. It's not the best thing done, I thought. Yeah. And that is a Netflix Yes, it was original. a Netflix one. Um, Netflix almost completely shut out. They had 24 nominations. They only got two wins, one that Laura Dern in mm-hmm. Marriage Story, and then American Factory won the best documentary feature film. So we were talking about that earlier, how many nominations they had. They were kind of ruling everything, yeah. but they didn't win. No. Just and, a couple. And like you said, almost half of that is due to the Irishman. So. Right. You're <laughs> <Whoops>. right. <laughs> yeah, that, was a, well, that was a misfire. Yeah. But they tried. Jonathan and I will be back to talk about the Oscar broadcast and to tell you who would have gotten our votes if we were in the Academy. <laughs> Coming up on Scene and Screen. Welcome back to Scene and Screen, Jonathan and I, uh, talking about the Oscar, the Academy Awards. The Academy Awards. The uh, broadcast now. Both of us stayed up for the three and a half hours. It's as yeah. long as the Irishman. It's, yes. <laughs> and almost as entertaining. Oh, Sorry, stop, just burn. kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> that was a long show. But it was fun. I it mean, was. I liked the opening. I liked um, Janelle Monet. Janelle Monet, she killed that. it. Gosh, yeah. she could sing the phone book, and I'd be all right with that. Uh, yeah. Now, that was fun. And I liked there were a couple of moments, um, like when uh, Steve Martin and Chris Rock, who had formerly hosted the yes. Oscars, came out and did a little, you know, repartee. That was fun. That was really I good. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed Kristen Wiig and Maya Rudolph came yeah. out to, to introduce or, or a nominee, and then they... We're also trying to, you know, get get more uh, acting spots because of all the directors in the uh, that audience. That was funny. It was that good. was a funny bit. Um, that was one of my favorite moments. Anything else really stand out for you that you thought was really good about re- the show? I really liked uh, Chris Rock and Steve Martin just kind yeah. of taking it behind the curtain and saying, basically, we're, we're so excited we're not hosting this year, but kind of <laughs> acting like they were still hosting. So. Yeah, because they did a long little bit. They did. Um, they did. And it was very entertaining. It was. I was, I was laughing the whole time. But again... I, I didn't miss not having a host. You didn't miss not no. having a host. I mean, it, it was fun. I mean, it does seem like it works without a host. Sure. Um, and I mean, it certainly wasn't any shorter <laughs> without oh, a gosh, host. No. So maybe we definitely don't need a host. <laughs> it would have been four hours. If, oh, my. I think it has been four hours before. I think it's gone on till midnight before, <sighs> and I've not ever seen the end. Yeah, that's those were my favorite moments, mm-hmm. I think. I mean, I loved Cynthia Erivo singing that song from Harriet. Wow, that was powerful because yeah. she just she just stood and sang. Oh, that people high like note? that. Yeah, people like that who just have that talent and just know it and just like oh. this is what I. Oh man, 
I know. She was great. She's she amazing. Great. And and I was disappointed that she didn't win. I kind of figured she wouldn't win Best Actress for Harriet. But yeah. I like that song. And I mean, I like Elton John and all that, but I kind of thought that song was so appropriate in mm-hmm. the movie because it's at the end of the credits and she's talking about standing up for yourself and all this. And, yeah. Um, I felt like that really meant, you know, it was very meaningful as a Best Original Song nominee. And plus, she co-wrote it. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And someone who's from Durham or who graduated from the Durham School of the Arts, Gabe Fox Peck, actually co-produced the song. Oh, how about that? Way to go. Um, so I And I was disappointed that Harriet didn't get more love. I felt like that was a good movie. Did you ever? I never saw Harriet, it? no. but I, I thought it was really good. Yeah. I mean, I really enjoyed it. So okay. I would have liked to have seen it got a, lot, a little more love. But again, there were so many good movies. There was a lot. You know, I, I was really happy that, uh, that Renee Zellweger got the Oscar for Judy, mm-hmm. but um, that was the tough part for me was that I had seen all the other movies and I had seen, you know, Scarlett Johansson and Marriage Story was great. And she like, I'm was a huge, really good. I'm a huge Sir Ronan fan and she was great in Little Women. Yeah. And so I'm thinking there's hard decisions. And, and if it's right. such a loaded category like that or there were some supporting categories that were pretty loaded, too. Like you said, there's just a lot of good stuff. Right. I mean, I don't know what you think when you're voting, you know? I don't it's know. got to be hard. I, I'm sure. I'm sure. I mean, eventually when they ask us to vote in the <laughs> Academy, we'll we'll pull behind the curtain and let everyone know. <laughs> I know. That must be fabulous, though, to get that Oscar ballot. You know what yeah. I mean? That must be like, oh, ooh, man. I get the chills just thinking about One it. One day. Um, anyway, so were there any weird moments um, that stood out for you? I think we both had the same one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we do. Good old Joaquin Phoenix, um, his oh, acceptance bless. speech. It started off fine. Like, you know how a lot of people with that platform decide, I want to talk about what's important right. to me. And, and that's fine. Right. And, and he, he talked about how people in the academy and in that world had really embraced him and given him a second chance. Yes. It was great. That was good. Then he started talking about livestock. Right. And I, I literally rewound it. I went, did I, did I fall asleep? What? I'm going to have to watch it. Let's play a little clip. Okay. We go into the natural world and we plunder it for its resources. We feel entitled to artificially inseminate a cow. And when she gives birth, we steal her baby, even though her cries of anguish are unmistakable. And then we take her milk that's intended for a calf and we put it in our coffee and our cereal. We fear the idea of personal change because we think that we have to sacrifice something to give something up. See what it mean? It's just strange. <laughs> what? I know. What? Why? Okay, but I'm going to have my coffee with milk. And but... I'm probably going to, yeah, go get a burger after this. Ah! But, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, Joaquin. Sorry. Uh, but yeah, really I fan. mean, I think he just kind of went on a tangent. Yeah. I think that his heart was in the right place. But that was bizarre. It was super <laughs> my, bizarre. I was, my kids actually watched with me. Okay. And they said, what is he talking about? They were on their phones at that point. You know it's a weird uh, speech when it pulls the kids' attention off their phones. They're like, wait, <laughs> right? what? Did he say cows? Were there cows in the movie, Mom? No. Yeah, no. There were no cows in that movie. No. Yeah, that was pretty bizarre. Yeah. Did you have a favorite acceptance speech? I did, actually. Did? I I thought Laura, I mean, again, I'm a huge Laura Dern fan, clearly. But, like, I thought her speech was great. She mentioned her parents. And I think she said something about uh, how people say not to meet your heroes because it, they, they might disappoint you. Oh, yeah. And she, she did, said, she? I was fortunate enough to have my heroes as my parents. You know, that some people sweet. some people have the list, like the, the, the sheet of paper with them to, mm-hmm. to read off of because if they get nervous. Hers felt like she was just speaking from the heart and just talking right to her parents. She and, did, and her mom was in tears. Oh, man. I love Diane Ladd. She was in some um, fabulous Oscar-nominated movies back in the day. So yeah. that was kind of cool to see. 
Yeah, that was probably the best. I think that I think you're right. That was the best. Uh, plus, just seeing um, the hair love people. Oh, yes. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, they were great. Um, and I'm so glad they didn't play them off. There's one award where one guy spoke and the woman was getting ready to speak and mm. they dimmed the lights and went to commercial. It's like, yeah. poor woman. It's tough. I felt bad for I her. Thought there were, and then there was someone else. The mic went down. And the lights kind of dimmed, and Tom Hanks and everybody in the front row was telling people to to pull the mic back up. Did oh you see this? no, I must yeah. have. I was my attention must have been diverted. That's what. That. I, and, and and so literally because someone else was wanting to say something, and Tom Hanks and Charlize Theron and and Margot Robbie are all just doing the up sign, kind of like this to the. Wow. Oh yeah. And, How cool is and that? And when Tom Hanks does that, things happen. So uh, yeah. obviously the mic came back up, and whoever it was kept talking. Yeah. Wow. But I'm with you. Like, I, I always feel weird. I know they have like 45 seconds or something right. to give the speech. I know. But for the most part, they didn't cut everybody off. Like, obviously, you're not going to cut off Joaquin Phoenix because right. who knows what he's going to say. Right. And, you know, somebody <laughs> that was good TV. Like, yeah. Somebody like Brad Pitt, who's an A-lister, you know, yeah. give him a minute and a half if he wants to talk. Right. So. Tough job to have, though. I, mean, I know. Would you want to push that little no, that I wouldn't fader want to be up the on producer. Brad Pitt? Or, no. Mm-hmm, no. Mm-hmm. Even though I like producing, I wouldn't want to be the producer of the Oscar and decide who. We just want to vote. We don't want to produce. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of Tom Hanks, his little bit about the Hollywood Museum was pretty funny. I liked that. I did I laugh that. at that. Yeah. Um, it was just funny, him talking about Brad Pitt and, and, uh, and uh, Scarlett Johansson's boyfriend. What's his name? Colin Jost. Yes. Yeah. Being on the roof without their shirts on. That was so funny. But, you know, that was, to me, was another one of the time killers i'm like do we really need to see pictures of it that's a place they could have cut a little time yeah i would love to see that museum though oh yeah I'm, i can't believe that hollywood hasn't had a museum before right for movies and oscars yeah no it's shocking it's, it's really shocking we talked to uh, kind of hinted about which movies we felt were the best mm-hmm. of the year so why don't you give us your picks of what you felt like people really need to see if they okay. haven't seen any of these my top three were Ford versus Ferrari. Mm-hmm. Uh, the story was great. Obviously, the acting was great. Uh, 1917, that's one of those. I feel I watched Ford versus Ferrari at the house. Mm-hmm. Um, I, don't, I don't think you had to see that in theaters. 1917, if you can get to a theater to see it, that's the best place to see it. I think so, too. Um, and my third was Parasite. The turns it takes you on. It, they're, it's really good. And, and I, like you said, the having to read the, the caption isn't mm-hmm. a big deal to me. And if you can get past that, the story's great. Acting's really good. I think so, too. Yeah, those are my top three. I would agree um, that definitely Ford versus Ferrari was my favorite movie of the year. Mm-hmm. And I did not expect to like it as much as I did. Me neither. The story was so compelling. Oh, yeah. And it was so well told. Yes. Um, and that's what it's all about is telling a story. Same thing with 1917. I just like, I put it off and put it off and put it off. And then I went and saw it and I went, wow. Mm-hmm. You're totally right, Jonathan. You got to see it on the big screen if you can. Yep. And you can right now. We'll tell you where coming up but uh what else what i really struggle with the third place um if i could tell people only to see three movies mm-hmm. i think i would go with jojo rabbit okay just because it's a good movie that will make you feel good and it's so it's just interesting it and is. i like that stylistic sort of wes anderson kind of overproduced you know what i mean that <laughs> yes. the way the style is that the yes. story you know the costumes and all that it's it's hyperbole, but it's still well done. It is. I think people will like seeing that one. I agree. The, the The comedic moments in that are great, and like you said, there's there are some poignant moments yes, where it, it tugs at your heartstrings. Sometimes you'll you'll be done with it in half the time of Irishman, right? And <laughs> you'll feel better about it about yourself afterwards. So. Very true. 
Okay, so we actually can tell you that a lot of these movies, believe it or not, are in theaters. I think some of them came back, which is yay! Especially 1917. You got to see that. It is in theaters right now. Do it. So is Little Women. Really good. We haven't talked a lot about that. Great story, and the acting is great. You've got some fantastic actresses in that movie. That's true. A story about women and women seeing it together. There were people around me who were like sniffing the whole time, so it's definitely a a good chick flick. Um, Ford versus Ferrari playing. I I would see it on the big screen just because the action you know, and the sounds. The sound would be good, yeah. yeah. Parasite is in theaters. Joker. Jojo Rabbit. Man. Yeah, still in theaters. Okay. Bombshell. Okay. And A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, which was not in theaters last week because I tried to see it, oh. and it's back. So oh. I'm not sure where, but I looked They on... must have read your complaints. They must have. <laughs> I have so much power. Um, anyway, those are all in theaters. Also, all the Oscar-nominated short films, both the live-action and animated. Wow. Yeah, That's so really I'm cool. not sure where, but you look it up on Fandango or wherever you mm-hmm. look, and you'll see they're all playing. So you can go, like, because they're short, you can see, you know, all five of them in an hour or two. Yeah. You know, like a tenth of the time of <laughs> Irishman. We're, we're just hitting Irishman so hard. Well, it's already gotten, it's over 10, so we can uh, keep on, keep on Unless it's a little on. hard. Yeah, I think they'll be um, okay. Right. They, I think they'll be fine. Yeah. yeah, they've got a lot of downloads on Netflix. That's where you can see The Irishman and uh, Marriage Story mm-hmm. on Netflix. And then uh, Toy Story 4 and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, mm-hmm. they're available on YouTube, Vudu. Um, you can is also, that how I say that? Yeah, Voodoo? You, Voodoo, yeah. You can also rent Once Upon a Time in Hollywood on Redbox. Oh, I, good. That's how I did. Is that how you set up? Mm-hmm. Saw it? I saw Parasite on Voodoo. You can rent that now. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw Jojo Rabbit on Voodoo. I think that's available now, too. So Voodoo is kind of the thing now. You might have to pay a little bit extra, but if you want to see it. Right, and you want to stay at home, and you're like, I don't feel like getting out. It's a rainy day, and 100%. we're going to have some of that weather in the next couple of weeks. It's a good time to sure. just voodoo it up, baby. Yeah. Or Amazon Prime or uh, Google Play as well. Oh, nice. It's movie time, people. Mm-hmm. I mean, you really need to see these movies. I'm, you will not be disappointed. Yeah, and just because you know some of them didn't make our top three, all nine of the best pictures were great. They are. They were great in their they are own really ways. Good. Well, so. I saw eight of the nine. That's fine. When you see Joker- You just, think that I'll like it and- You will. It'll just be, I'll just have to, just call me afterward and I'll cheer you up. Because, <laughs> right, because I'll definitely need some chocolate you, then. You take some chocolate with you. <laughs> right. Take some with you. <laughs> Maybe that'll help. Yeah. But that one you can see at home as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was um, a, a great year for movies, 2019. Can't wait to see what happens in 2020, oh Jonathan. We'll see. I'll go ahead and start watching now just to prep myself I think so I don't we, have yeah, to have we, too long of a weekend. Exactly. It's, well, part of it is they put them all out at the end of the year. I know. They do it to us intentionally. It's I not know. our fault that we get behind. Thank you. But yeah, when you see something good, let me know and I'll let you know. And we will let you know. Jonathan Rand is always wonderful to talk with you on Scene and Screen about movies. Ditto, ditto. Go out there. Watch them. I'm Diane Ramsey. Thanks for listening to Scene and Screen. If you like the show, please give us a review and share it with your friends. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts or your favorite listening app. This podcast is a production of Mix 101.5, part of the Capital Broadcasting Podcast Network.